0: In the first episode of this series five, I described how our self-understanding, our self-knowledge, the way we think we are when we introspect and when we reflect on our own consciousness, is a very poor partial reflection of who we really are. That who we really are is something we can never fully know. That we will need to return to because it's a topic of such importance. But in this, the second episode, I want to turn to a parallel problem and a parallel problem that has very, very great contemporary relevance because it's about the way we also seemingly feel the need to complete ourselves or to try to with reference to things that are Outside ourselves and beyond ourselves. At one level, this isn't so very difficult to explain or at least to give a plausible account of. We are, when we are born, dependent on our mothers, and indeed before we are born, we are very dependent upon our mothers, our parents, or at least someone to look after us when we are born and for many years afterwards. We are brought up in a society that tells us things that the world has found out that we did not find out for ourselves. And so all the way through there is a sense in which our need for other people is both natural, right and inevitable. Fair enough. And one wouldn't for a moment want to suggest that we could be islands completely isolated from everything else anyway. But there's also a rather pathological aspect to this, and it takes the form of the belief that we need to be permanently in deference to those outside us, what we like to think of as our olders and betters, or elders and betters. We think about ourselves in terms of our respect for and deference to not just people but traditions and national characteristics and cultures and beliefs and all sorts of things. And so an entire hierarchy builds up where we see ourselves in relation to various sorts of authority, whether it be moral authority, social authority, even religious authority, political authority, and all sorts of much more apparently frivolous, but as I shall be about, as I'm going to say in a moment, perhaps not so trivial, senses in which we like to differ. In other words, it's not just a matter of feeling we should. It's not just a matter, as in our early years of having to, but that somehow this becomes a process of needing to and even wanting to defer. And out of that come things like the cult of celebrity, that thousands of people will listen to the opinions of so-called influencers in the modern world on the internet, but have always done something similar where they would go to concerts or Observe paintings or read books, all of which can, at one level, involve a perfectly proper sense of respecting and benefiting from and applauding the contributions of others to our civilization. After all, where would we be without Michelangelo and Raphael and Plato and all the other people who've left us their legacy? And that's absolutely fine, as long as it doesn't become a kind of sycophantic devotion. And yet, right across the world, in all sorts of cultures, we can see this sycophantic devotion in things like Celebrity, as I've said, in pop music, in classical music, in art, in philosophy, where people stop thinking for themselves and start describing themselves as the devotees of a particular philosophical theme or ism. You know, you become a Kantian, you become an existentialist, you become a—I don't know—who cares? Um, but you, you, you stop thinking for yourself and you start thinking in the party line, according to the party line. And if you've been ahead of me here, you'll see the where I'm going with this, which is that it relates to the cult of the leader. It relates to the claim that we hear all the time that it's human nature, human nature being very, very much less fixed than we might suppose, but it's human nature to defer to leaders, to need leaders. Indeed, it's even right for human beings to want leaders because that's the way human societies have to define and and control and organise themselves. They have to, according to this mythology. So then we find ourselves in this paradoxical position, which is, I suppose, where I'm really going to with this, although all these themes link into so much else that we will need to come back to them during Series 5. I can understand, you can understand, that from time to time, absolute maniacs emerge in the world. Their reasons for that, you know, you can look at their mothers, you can look at them being dropped on their heads when they were little, you can look at their early childhood experiences, their educational experiences, their culture, all sorts of things. People who damaged them, hurt them, left them with a grudge, brought them up to believe things that are nonsense, etc., etc., etc. And you don't need me to give you a list of them, but the obvious archetypal ones are Hitler, Stalin, and now... Putin. I can understand that there will be such people from time to time, there but for the grace of God and all that. But what I can't understand, or find it almost impossible to understand, except in the terms of the beginning of this episode, is why do so many other people defer to these maniacs? You know, you can almost you can see that putin has a, a circle of close friends advisors uh, people who've been with him since his days in petersburg in the 1970s and in the kgb and hitler was just the same with his himmlers and rohm and all the others who supported him during the time when he was coming to power but why do these people do this why do people defer to leaders And yes, I can see that if you're a poor soldier on the front line, you face a choice. You either do as you're told or you get shot. But that doesn't entirely explain. It doesn't entirely explain why we do as we're told. Because if enough of us said no, if if enough of us refused to buy into this ludicrous belief in the need for leaders this destructive belief in the need for leaders if we all just said absolutely no we will not go along with this we don't want you not in our name you don't speak or act on our behalf if most of us did that or even if a great many more of us did that these leaders could not get away with what they get away with and so and you're not going to like this, you can't just blame Putin or Hitler or Stalin or any of the others for the monstrous acts they get away with because they don't do them themselves. They must have supporters, backers, who are prepared to act on their instructions. They must somehow or other, and this is really the point of this episode, they must somehow or other buy into and the leaders benefit from and have themselves bought into this hierarchical system in which people are anxious, anxious to defer to others. And I don't think that it's entirely coincidental that the same thing happens with cults of celebrity. The same thing happens with all our propensities to defer to other people, to worship other people it's not the same thing as admiring them it's about saying this person somehow contains a part of me without which i am incomplete and therefore we feel that we must do as they say we must follow them we must listen to them we must do the things that they tell us to do however monstrous not just Out of a spirit of self preservation, although that's important too, but because something about what they do for us helps us to feel more complete in ourselves. As somebody has been saying on the internet only this morning, you know, when somebody like Putin gives us a cause to fight for, when hitler gives us a cause to fight for when donald trump gets elected on the spirit in the spirit of make america great again we all feel a part of something bigger than ourselves and we are ready to sell our souls to sell the very fiber of our being in order to be a part of that greater movement And on that kind of mistaken premise, on that notion that who I am somehow needs to be supplemented and completed by something outside myself through which I am somehow made whole, that Partly because, as I said right at the beginning, it has its roots in very real human need and relationship. It has its roots in something that might be as beneficial as love, that I am made whole by someone else and by their love. But it also has a negative side, and the negative side is what leads people to pick up their Kalashnikovs to fire their missiles and their shells at innocent people in the name of something not that they believe in for its sake, but that they believe in for their sake, because it somehow makes them feel more whole. And this is a sense of the self that we desperately need to unmake.